But what I want to say here is that the death of Tyree Nichols is the perfect example of the trauma triangle. I don't know how many people have spoken about uh, Tyree uh, Nichols, but I know I reached out to a few people after um, the event happened and after I viewed the videos and I asked them to come and just talk with me about what they observed and how they're feeling. And it was hard to get anyone to say that they had viewed the videos, never mind talk about it. But what I want to say here is that the death of Tyree Nichols is the perfect example of the trauma triangle. So for years, we've experienced the brutality of the white police. You know, they are the persecutors who barge into our private spaces. You know, when you watch the video, you see this overreaction to insignificant issues. And, and then they have been the ones who have acted like this fear-based response. You know, the fear-based response is, I have three choices. I'm going to, I'm going to run, I'm going to fight, or I'm going to shut down and hope that you go away. But you see these police officers, when people begin to react in the normal human way of fighting or running, you see them become offended by the fear response. And then they move to a place where they use a level of brutality and a level of force that then leads to the killing, the murdering of us. So we've seen it. We've been the victims of it. And now with the Tyree Nichols um, murder, what we see is that we have now mirrored exactly what have been done to us. I am sure, in fact, I am positive that those five police officers at one point or another sat down and talked about the atrocities and the audacities, the offenses um, that have been waged against us. And I'm almost certain that because that is something that they have focused on for a really long time, that they re recreated the exact same situation. So we've talked about the persecutor. The rescuer, though, is represented by other police officers that are on the scene. It's represented by the bystanders. It's represented by the chiefs of police, the district attorneys. Um, and what we have seen in the past is that these individuals who should come to our defense, who, who should say to the persecutor, hey, you're wrong, that often they blame and they shame the victim. So we've had white officers who are protected by one another and their chiefs of police then the media protects them too by creating a narrative of blame and shame. And then we place our hopes in the laws and the constitution, but even they fail because human beings like lawyers and politicians use them to deny the harm that was done to us. So this video showing these black police officers um, beating Tyree Nichols suggests that We've reached this climax, and I would also anticipate that there'll be more of these um, videos that come forward where we've reached the climax of now Black-on-Black -black brutality. And we have reached this uh, period, but it hasn't been exposed. So, um, you know, this is perhaps why things are the way that they are. But, you know, we have seen Black-on-Black -black crimes 
We have seen gun violence. We have seen people who are now, um, you know, taking advantage of technology and repeating the crimes on themselves, right? And their people. And we've seen countries like Nigeria, where it's like, why are you the way that you are? Why aren't you taking care of your people? We've seen all of these things repeat themselves, but there's a conscious awareness now that comes with watching it on video. And it is watching it on video that moves us next to this climax stage where we have to make the decision to choose to live or continue to die. So one of the important things that happens in the trauma triangle is that we are actually assimilating the thoughts and the beliefs of the individual who is the persecutor. We're also assimilating the thoughts and the beliefs of the individual who is the rescuer. And this is where we then have to make a decision. And the decision comes down to this. I can make the decision about whether or not I play the victim one more time. So Black History Month 2023 offers our nation the opportunity to finally make a decision to heal. It requires a few things that I need. we need to contemplate. It requires the forgiveness of the white race, the European who has been our persecutor, it requires the forgiveness of other nations who have watched the violations for centuries and done nothing but blame us for it. It requires the forgiveness of ourselves because quite frankly, not only have we abandoned ourselves, not only did we participate in the enslavement experience, but We've taken on the thoughts, we've, you know, we, we've taken on the speech, we've taken on the behaviors of those who have persecuted us and also like literally tapped ourselves like good job, good job for doing that. We're repeating the atrocities and this is what we forgive ourselves for because as we repeat the atrocities, we continue to separate ourselves from one another. It is only as we forgive that we see the lessons. It is only as we forgive that we can then speak truth about all that has happened. It is only then that we can make an apology to ourselves, to those that belong in the nation, and to those whom we have, quite frankly, repeated the same acts towards. It is only then that we can then come to a decision where we say we unify and now open the door to remember who we are, what we were supposed to do, and return to a place of oneness with the land. Oneness with the land. And I'm so happy that in this Black History Month, in my 50th year of life, I can now show others to come to this place of understanding you belong to the land too and all you have to do is flow with it we've come to the close of another episode of hey i'm listening this was a rather personal chat with you and i hope you appreciate and accept me for who i am as you also step into that place where you appreciate and accept yourself 
completely for who you are. Step into your place of freedom. I've made it a habit of saying a prayer or an affirmation with each of our guests. Well, what do you do when it's just you alone? Well, you say a prayer for the nation. Join me on the next episode as we say Nehemiah's prayer for the African nation. This is Hey, I'm Listening, and I'm your host, Dr. Joan.